I'm Jen. And I'm Yvonne. And welcome to Good to the Last Bite. We're just two homemakers and best friends answering the daily question, what's for dinner? Oh, wow, what a unique question. Yes, so uncommon. Nobody asked that question. <laughs> Nobody. Join us as we talk about life and the journey to step out of the box. And enjoying it to the last bite. Welcome back to Good to the Last Bite. We are so glad that you are here with us this week. Welcome back, Yvonne. Hi. Yes, I'm so, so glad to be here. Sorry, I was yeah. stretching for something and it came back. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's normal when you're cooking in the kitchen, right? That's just the normal thing to do. You kind of have yes. to be flexible and mobile in all, in all aspects. That's yeah. what this podcast is about, you know, stretching a little bit, you know, exactly. learning new things. Figuring out that out of our comfort zones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. So I guess before we get started with anything, one, welcome back, everybody. We're so glad that you're here joining us this week. It's For us, it's only been a day since we recorded the last episode of Yvonne Cooking, but yeah. for you guys, it's been two weeks. But we're so happy that you're here with us and oh, yeah. looking forward to it. But before we get started, I guess I, the most important question is, Yvonne, what's for dinner today? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Well, tonight we are having chicken and dumplings. Oh my goodness, that's so good. Yeah, courtesy of my, I think on the one of the last episodes I said my great-great-grandma, but I actually think it was just my great-grandmother. Okay, yeah. semantics, that's good. Yeah, yeah, my, my great-grandma, Kate, and this is a recipe that's kind of just been handed down from the family. My grandma gave it to me, our family eats it on a regular basis, and this was the first meal that I ever cooked for my husband. He was not feeling good. And this was like way before we were even a thing. We were just friends. And I this is the first meal of night. I have to say, I think it won his heart, to be honest. I mean, there's so <laughs> many things that won his heart. Let's be honest here. <laughs> and he oh, like, so to the point where, you know, some people are like, no, it's not cold. It's hot. I don't want to make, I don't want to eat soup. It could be like 110 degrees Fahrenheit out here. And he, which is way, way hot. And he would be like, make me some chicken or dumplings. And I would say, okay, what is that in Celsius? 110 degrees Fahrenheit in Celsius? I, I really don't. Let's go with like I don't know, 40. 40 okay. degrees Celsius. <laughs> no, no, that's totally fine. And sometimes, you know, we, we talked about it when we were making the ramen. It's like you just want comfort food when you're not feeling well or you're just yeah. feeling not yourself. Sometimes Absolutely. those kinds of foods that warm your insides, warm your heart as well, right? So that's, that's totally understandable. I get it completely. So um, I'm really looking forward to this because I've never cooked chicken and dumplings. I've eaten it before a few times. I feel like yeah. when we were in Korea, definitely a recipe I'm going to have to try because I just think about the flavors and it makes me so excited. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just really good. And so I am using one of our chickens and I I actually cooked it the night before in the Instapot. Quick thirty minutes. Um seasoned it a little bit, but not too much. That episode if you haven't already. That episode yes. two episodes ago Check. that's titled Instant Pot roasted chicken that's right that I find the instructions on how to do that in the description of that podcast yep. yep I did that really quick and I went to go take the chicken out and kind of cool it and and go ahead and pull all of the chicken off the bones and I thought I'm making chicken and dumplings tomorrow I can make bone broth real fast okay not real fast but all the work I have to do is take the meat off the chicken so I added a little bit more water to that 
and put the bones, basically the bones and everything except for the meat, right back into my Instapot. I added some, like a tablespoon or two of apple cider vinegar, and that helps kind of draw the collagen out of the bones. Yep. And stuck it right back in the Instapot, used it as a slow cooker for 12 hours, and voila, I have my chicken broth for chicken and dumplings. I don't, that's amazing. That just sounds so good, even on its own. Like, I know chicken <laughs> broth is delicious, but... When you use the whole chicken, that's like, that's what we talk about, trying to be self-sufficient and sustaining. And that's literally, you've used the entire chicken that you possibly yes, said. Yes, I have. Amazing. So we'll, we'll come back to bone broth a little bit more, but I wanted to go over the ingredients for the dumplings. So I'm going to be using all-purpose flour, baking powder, salt, a little bit of shortening, and then you use the chicken broth to... Actually, that's the liquid in there with the dumplings to make it kind of doughy. Yeah, yeah so you got the flavor to it. Yeah, yep, you got the flavor all infused in there. I mean, I didn't overly season necessarily the broth anymore. I just kind of left it at what I had already done for the chicken. So it may, in the end, I may have to add some more salt or some more pepper, just according to taste. But of so first thing I did is two cups of flour in my mixing bowl one teaspoon of baking powder okay this is kind of our first time like really making a dough i, I just occurred to me <laughs> baking in general like that we haven't done we haven't like crossed into that if you if you don't count like baking of a pot pie we haven't really right. done any like baking with mixing of flours and ingredients like that so yeah it's a little bit more precise right like they always <laughs> say is, baking is a science and and cooking is like intuition right so like you have to be very specific with how you when you bake something to make sure you get the exact ratio of things right it's so true all right so i added the one teaspoon of baking powder one teaspoon of salt and I'm going to do a heaping, a rather large tablespoon of butter. And I'm not I'm not going to be fancy. I'm using my fingers. You might as well use your fingers, right? It's yeah. The best way. Oh, that's might totally as well. interesting. And um, so you're just going to mix it together now for a little while? Yeah, I'm just going to kind of mix it until you can see that the flour... I mean, there's going to be a lot more flour to butter or shortening, whatever you use. So it's not going to be completely like pea texture. A lot of times if you're making a pie dough or a biscuit dough, you're looking for it more to like really be like pea-sized clumps. Mine's not going to do that because I'm not using that much butter. But you want to have it kind of mixed in enough that I put the flour in my hand and I just kind of squeeze it then if it mostly holds shape, then it's probably good. Yeah, you know, it's funny. We were, we've been talking the last little while about how we want to talk about both of us having like sometimes balanced or imbalanced things in life. And baking is a great analogy for that. Sometimes yeah. like baking, you need to have a perfect balance of everything, of the flour, the, the, thing, the leavener, the fat, and the, the salt, you know, whatever it is to make it actually taste the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, right. life sometimes gets so crazy, huh? That it just feels a little overwhelming. Balance is a hard thing to find. And like, even we were talking about it <laughs> and you said, I don't think I have any advice for balance. And I was like, I, I don't, don't either. <laughs> it's, I not, don't. it's something that like, it's not something that you can really share advice with, except for that you need to figure it out. 
everybody needs to figure it out, right? I do think it is super important to strive to figure things out. I'm never, I'm not going to say you're going to have it all figured out. You're not. It's this life, this world we live in. But I think you should try because yeah. not trying could lead to a lot more dangerous things, I think. Oh, yeah. No, I completely agree. You know, last night, I, I've been really tired the last little while. Like, Avon can contest. I think I send her a message every morning, and I look <laughs> like I've lost all of the energy from my face every time we talk. We talk the first thing in the morning, and I just say, like, oh, you know, I've just been so tired. I've got lots on my plate. But then I also find that there's so much value and importance of, like, you know, taking a break to allow yourself to rest. And last night it was late and I probably should have gone to bed. But my husband and I decided to stay up and watch Ace Ventura instead and just have a nice time of laughing and <laughs> enjoying a silly movie that was so fun. And, you know, that's it's so important. And that movie is very, very funny. <laughs> it's, you know, it's just sometimes you need that humor. You just need that dumb humor to kind of get you out of your funk that you're in. Totally. And like, so sure, sleep is, sleep is a great way to help make yourself feel less tired. But sometimes like doing something that's de-stressing, like watching a silly movie that you maybe seen many times or making your favorite dessert instead of, you know, trying to be so healthy all the time, like all those things can really help. They really help me anyway feel a little bit more balanced in my life <laughs> oh yeah so i'm just going to catch you up kind of to where i am real quick and then i have a story about balance in what i did the other day so i had about a cup three quarters cup to a cup of broth that had been cooling and i just added it into the dough i'm mixing it in making it Ooh, i might have just added a tiny bit too much i might have to sprinkle a little bit of flour in but it's okay quite a, it's a dough now i've officially formed a dough it's a little bit sticky. It's not perfectly solid necessarily. It has a little bounce to it and a little stickiness, but that's like the perfect texture, especially so for what I'm going to do. It's not like a like a bread dough or even even a pie crust dough or even a biscuit dough. No, it's it's wet. It's a wetter dough. It, it's, it like. is a wetter dough. My grandma. And I'm assuming my great grandma. I know I have eaten my great grandma's chicken and dumplings at her old house at least once. I remember that, but I think I was really, really young. And so what their recipe calls for is literally rolling the dough out, making it kind of thin, maybe like a quarter inch thick, if not even that, probably thinner. And, you know, going through and using a straight edge and cutting cute little cubes little rectangles. I have the broth on the stove. It's it's hot. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's boiling. And I'm going to instead do the cheater's way. Yeah. Or the I'm a mom, I have two kids, and I have to be these people as fast <laughs> as I can way. Yeah, you can't just uh, focus every energy right, this, right? Balance. Yeah. So it probably sounds bad, but this is my pinch and plop method. <laughs> Sounds sounds like a terrible potty joke, but I literally just pinch off probably about a little less than a marble size. It looks looks like an inch diameter kind of thing, roughly. And then I just stick it in the boiling water. No, that makes sense. My my pinch and pop right there. Look, my my dumplings, I don't know, maybe my grandmother's going to yell at me for that. I'm sure I'll hear from her about it, but that's what I do. <laughs> no, that makes sense. 
that's how I make it go a lot faster. And um, it would be hard to write a recipe and say pinch and plop. Like, that's not necessarily <laughs> genius. Maybe in trying to make it a formal recipe, they wrote down to, like, evenly cut to certain size, like, balls or all that stuff. But pinch and plop works for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. It's it's terrible. I probably really should not say that. But it's kind of catchy and it's stuck. So that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> roughly how many do you think you, you yields do you get from the dough is it like a lot oh truthfully i don't know i don't think i've ever counted but it is i mean it's an, enough to fill like a regular soup yeah. pot i think i have probably i think i have like four to six cups of liquid in okay. here maybe a little bit more and so it's about halfway up my pot mm-hmm. in liquid just liquid alone, and it will pretty well fill right. the bowl with dumplings. Now, if you're making like a huge, huge batch, you're probably going to want to double course. it to go farther. But I think, according to this recipe, it says it serves Okay, eight. so that's probably like 15 little, of those size dumplings, probably 15 to 20 each, right? You think maybe, maybe 10 to 15? I know. Just giving an idea for people to know what they're kind of looking for volume-wise. But once you have the – you just make it work for yourself. And I guess if you want more dumplings instead of chicken, you can also make more if you want. Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely make more. You can get more broth out at any time and cool it off. And if you find them slacking. Yeah. Yeah. This usually works for us. It doesn't last very long. This is a meal that goes fast. It sounds so delicious. It's consumed rapidly. Probably we eat more than our fair share of those eight servings. Okay. Also, again, all about balance, right? Sometimes you got to enjoy life a little bit more, and sometimes you got to be a little bit more moderate with what you eat. So it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. True. So and, tell us uh, your story while you're plop, pinching and plopping over there. What story were you talking about about, fi- about balance that happened this week for you? Um, yes. So I wanted to make a soup called Mulligatani. Um, hopefully that'll be featuring on one of our episodes. Yeah, you talk about but it's another it sounds so good too. So oh man. Yeah, it it's another good more reasons for you guys to continue to listen to us here on Good to the Last Bite because these recipes they make me like salivate with excitement and and Yvonne the same because we're not in the same place, right? So I just yeah. One day, one day I'll try, I'll, I'll be eating this food, I'm sure. I will also say that one of my favorite things has been hearing from people who have listened to the podcast and then gone and made or eaten or bought similar things. So one of my friends, he messaged me and he was like, I just made chili. Not your chili, but I made chili and it's because I listened oh, to your yeah, chili. Oh yeah, I know. The first week and I made chili right after we had the episode. My mom yep. made chili just because it just worked out in what she was <laughs> making, but she was like, I have to make it now. And everybody, I just, so many wonderful messages of people being like, oh great, now I want ramen. Oh great, now I want this. Thanks so yeah. much. It's been really, really enjoyable because that's what this is all about is just trying to enjoy good food together and challenging people to like make new foods and different foods or maybe foods they haven't made in a long time as well yes. yeah yeah yes. so true so i'm really i'm really glad so speaking of uh the going back to the balance and everything i <laughs> had a plan to roast this chicken but i hadn't roasted it yet and i really wanted to make this soup but i didn't have any chicken because it wasn't right. cooked yet so what i did was out of my freezer i pulled out some frozen bone broth from the last chicken i made and made my soup in the frozen bone broth 
And then just to make sure I'm like keeping things balanced, I added canned chicken. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so good. You know, like the real slave, the homesteader life of your own homemade luck, and then a, a cheap can of chicken from that from the store that's perfect i mean if it works it works and sometimes that's what you have to do right yeah i mean super healthy mostly organic like bone broth with collagen and veggies and all these yummy nutrients and in it goes yeah the fast canned chicken that you can get for 99 cents (laughs) or however much money it costs to buy a can of chicken these days that's I mean, that's great, though. And I mean, we're very fortunate that and blessed that we live in places that allow us to do both of those things, right? Like we can go and get a can, something canned really quickly to add to something that we've really worked hard on, which is is wonderful. And I can tell you some days I'm so excited to like cook a big meal and really spend time in the kitchen, whether it's like, like a roasted chicken, like we've talked about before, or venturing into new recipes. It's so exciting. But then there's other days that I couldn't even be bothered to like open up the freezer and pull out something. So it's, it's trying to exactly. find that balance is so important because you need to listen to yourself to make sure that you can handle the stress of that extra thing. Like for me right now, the the cooking example, but like in everything, I think we always have to like listen to ourselves and make sure that we know how to say no, but also how much we can add on our plate. So we're really enjoying life to the last bite, right? That's what it's all about. Yeah. Living it to the fullest. I know for me, and maybe for those of you who might know me and hear me on a regular basis, my voice might sound a tad bit off. I haven't been feeling the greatest the past couple of weeks. So I hardly cooked at all. We ate as many frozen package (laughs) meals as we possibly could. I really, like last night I think was the first night I actually tried to make a pretty good, solid, healthy -er meal (laughs) in like two weeks. And also we're entering into, you know, spring is coming soon. We're a little bit behind on starting our seeds for our garden, but I've spent several hours out in our garden trying to kind of prepare it. So in my head, I've just been kind of thinking, you know what, I have got to sit down and I need to work on some sort of meal plan, preferably work on getting several like frozen meals that are mostly ready. And just have them because I already know that I think once summer hits and we're spending a lot of time out in the garden and outside, I'm just going to be wiped That's out. And I think tiring. It's a, yeah, I think it's a good idea for me to go ahead and start planning that. So that's kind of where I've been thinking about going. For example, Jen and I are talking about lasagna in the near future. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I should, I need to make some and yep, freeze exactly. it so that we have a big and- meal. And that's a meal we can share with others too. Like it's not just nice about us. that is like for me, and this is a way I cook all the time already, already, but in the future, like when things get busier, it's, it's already a good thing to have. And also when you have the space to have a freezer that you can fill with food that's already pre-made is also awesome. But when I cook, for example, we talked about this in the chicken pot pie episode. When I make a chicken pot pie, I always make two at one time. So then I can freeze one and I have one ready. Like I have one sitting in our fridge right now that I could just pop out and cook, which sounds delicious. And now I want chicken pot pie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but that's the key. Now I spent the effort on cooking um, when I was baking one and making a delicious home cooked meal, but I actually got two 
pot pies out of it. So it's like a big advantage in that way and like a good strategy to help with the balance because like you just said, those days when you don't want to do anything, you can pull out a nice frozen pot pie or frozen lasagna or whatever it is you have in your fridge. So sometimes that is a good balance. Now I hear a lot of movement going on over there. What's going on? How's 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 the yeah. chicken and dumplings going? Well, I am finished with my pinch and plop dumplings. They are in. I'm going to give them like probably five minutes to cook here in the water. And then I will add the chicken. After that, like once you add the chicken, you can let it cook for a few more minutes. It's already cooked. You know, this is, I'm just adding it right back in. If you wanted to do this all the same day, you could just, you know, cook the chicken in the broth that day. For a couple hours or however long you need to pull it out and then just use the broth if you need to make the broth using instant chicken broth stuff make the broth using instant chicken broth stuff and that's no big deal so the broth is going the dumplings are going and then i'll just throw in the chicken if i want to thicken it up a little because at this point it's a it's really more of a clear broth and i most chicken and dumplings that I have seen are not necessarily it's a, a clear broth. kind of broth, right? Like, yeah. So, yeah. So sometimes if I kind of want to thicken it up just a little bit, I may scoop out a little bit of broth and add some flour. Um, like just mix yeah. it in and then, yep, kind of a little roux and then pour it back in the pot to let that help kind of thicken. I will also most likely add some milk, just however much you feel comfortable adding. And probably what happens when I serve it for my kids, like I'll pour more milk in, cool it yeah. off, and then give it so, to them. What kind, so, sorry, I don't know if I if you said this, and I'm such a good podcaster for not remembering if you did. Um, what kind of seasoning do you put in? Do you just put salt and pepper or do you add other herbs and spices or preference um i mostly use salt and pepper my grandmother's recipe actually she uses lowry seasoning salt so you could use any kind of seasoning salt like that i wouldn't go for i wouldn't really go for like italian or cajun i would keep it pretty simple just yeah that makes sense maybe add a little bit of thyme because thyme and this like roasted chicken always goes really nice together yeah that like if you make it more of a stewy kind of broth but that would make it really much more like a chicken pot pie with no pie yeah yeah (laughs) so i mean really aside from the fact that i'm using pre-seasoned broth from the chicken that i cook i haven't added all it is it's like nice big chicken flavor of chicken and dumplings that sounds so oh my goodness how does that sound oh yeah wonderful yeah okay my my dumplings are the water is getting to kind of a rolling boil now, so we're how, pretty close how do you to tell adding the when chicken. the dumplings are finished, like ready to add the chicken. Like, what does it does it do something to like rise to the top of the water, or do you just know from time? So when you're putting them in, they're kind of you know yeah. gooey because they're a dough. So you know they're getting closer to being done when they more like they kind of puff up okay. a little. They turn a little bit more white or kind of cream yeah, yeah. colored. They look dough and um, more like... Yeah, they look more like dough. They're going to be solid. Now, when I add the chicken, I'm still going to cook it for probably another like 10, 15 more minutes, even though the chicken is cooked, but I want it to all flavors. Um, I know it's a roasted chicken. Do you have a preference of like chicken breasts or thigh or any kind of darker white meat, I guess is the way it is? 
No. I don't. You can choose what you want and what you have on hand. I mean, if you go to the store and you find some, like, chicken legs for really yeah. cheap, take those home. Cook all the chicken legs. Same way you would a roast chicken. Such like, a, just pour broth in idea. it. Yeah. Um, cook it. Get all the bones and yeah. stuff out. So, like, you could use that. It, it, this is a good way to use, okay, I was going to say cheap meat. And, I, I mean, it is cheap meat. A but cheaper part. You don't have to yeah. use... Yeah, you don't have to use the more expensive chicken breasts, but if you want to, and that's what you like, and the thing is too, like if you think about it, doing drumsticks and like or like quarter chicken, like the chicken legs, we call them quarter chickens here at my house. You use those, and which are less expensive cuts of chicken meat. They take like about they take Mm -hmm. about thirty minutes at four hundred in the oven. So if you don't have an instant pot like me, like we've talked about, doing that and using them in separate parts would take about the same amount of time as roasting a whole chicken in an instant pot. So. It is yep. like does make it a convenient kind of alternative. That's such a great idea. Oh, it I'm does. Hundred percent going to try this now for sure. <laughs> yeah, I will also say that I would not advise doing this kind of meal in like a crock pot. You could cook the chicken in the right. crock pot, but I wouldn't cook the dumplings in it because you want them to be kind of at a rolling boil, and you don't usually yeah, get that, that sense. in a crock pot or even like the slow cooker instant pot. It doesn't necessarily have kind of a rolling yeah, boil. It's hot, you know, it's cooked, but it doesn't get no, that I boil. Can. So I think you need that to help with the, the stoked. You may not. You may not need yeah. that at all. Yeah, yeah, but a real, real boil. That's I got you. Very good. It's so good. Boil. And so, do you serve it with anything on the side, or you just scoop it into your bowl? Delicious. Have a nice. Substance. Um, you know, ideally, if you're talking about <laughs> balance. You would serve it with like a salad or you could do any kind of cooked veggies, yeah. some like roasted veggies. At my house, pretty much we just have chicken and dumplings <laughs> and that sounds delicious. You have your salad at lunch and then you like you make up for it in the way, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow, this is wonderful. It sounds so good. I'm really excited to like try this. I, this is like a, would be a new recipe at my household here. So I'll definitely give it a try and let everybody know. But also you guys let us know when you give us, like we talked about, we love hearing about it when you try these recipes or your version of these foods that maybe we've inspired you to remake or that kind of stuff to take a picture post it on instagram good last bite is our instagram handle or come follow us at at good last bite or send us an email with maybe with a photo or with your story of of you trying the food we'd love to hear from you it's also good last bite at gmail.com and also if you have any ideas or recipe inspirations you want to maybe to get help us to try or, or or something like that just let us know we would love to hear from you and hey Look at yeah. this. Now we've made two meals with Yvonne that use roasted chicken. So when she made her chicken pot, she used yeah. a, a roasted chicken that she had butterflied and brined. And now look at it. The, and then we made the Instant Pot recipe of chicken. And now we're using that t- today for the chicken and dumplings. So many good options. It's really great. Thanks so much for sharing, Yvonne. It's been really, really thank inspiring you. and making me hungry. Yeah, it's great. Well, thanks, guys, for coming. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.